Welcome to the Herringay Education Partnership Brief. It's Monday, the 10th of July. I'm Luke. And I'm Maya. And we're here to bring you up to date with what's happening in education. Here's what you need to know this week. When a school can't find any more savings, local authorities are allowed to approve licensed deficits for the school. According to Schools Week, councils are reporting higher numbers of approvals of deficits for primary schools across the country. In Hackney, the number of schools with deficit budgets rose from 10 to 13, and in Lambeth, from 15 to 22. The matter is complicated further by schools not knowing the government's plan for teacher pay from September. The DfE has released new guidance aimed at increasing transparency around the growth of academy trusts. The guidance details how regional directors will attempt to assess strategic need and trust quality before ruling on academization plans. It is centred around metrics created from the five pillars of trust quality published in April. If an underperforming maintained school is given an academy order, regional directors will prioritise identifying trusts with the expertise and track record in delivering high quality and inclusive education. The Independent Provider of Special Education Advice, or IPSI, a SEND charity, is asking more than 30 councils to guarantee they will not breach their legal duties over education provision for SEND pupils as a result of cost-cutting deals with the government. The charity is concerned that councils with the Department for Education's safety valve deals in place will wind up reducing young people's entitlements through the back door. Currently, more than 20% of councils in England have a bailout safety valve deal from the DfE in place to bring down their high-needs deficits. Sir Keir Starmer set out the Labour Party's mission for education in a speech last week. The plans include some policies we've heard before, including ditching single-word offset inspection grade judgments, sending regional improvement teams of heads and teachers into struggling schools, and hiring 6,500 new teachers. The party is also proposing an immediate change to Progress 8 and Attainment 8 to ensure that it always includes a creative or vocational subject. Labour has published a report on its proposed educational policies and we've linked it in the show notes. This week's Deep Dive, the My Window International Multiplier Conference. Hi everyone, my name's Patricia Lamour and I'm the CEO of Aspire Education Group, a consultancy firm based here in London and with business in Germany and East Africa. So I've had the opportunities and the challenges of teaching in schools, adult education in colleges and universities in the UK, Germany and in Africa. So I'm here today to invite you to our free EU-funded My Window International Conference on Wednesday the 19th of July from 10am at Friends House in Euston with lunch. So why would you want to come, given your busy schedule and the end of term is almost upon us? Well, aren't you sometimes confronted with student behaviour in the classroom or at home where you reacted and you know it didn't make things better for either you or the child. As I say, troubled children make trouble. Also, 
an angry and upset teacher or parent cannot calm down an angry or upset child. So, do you need space and time to reflect and tools to use which could calm you both down? Then our My Window Project resources can help you. Because when children withdraw or act out, did you know they may be developmentally traumatised and have been triggered by something or by someone? They're just trying to survive the best way they can, given their picture of themselves and their world around them. They may have had to escape war, poverty in their country, survive domestic abuse and violence at home, or deal with the grief of separation or death of their parent or carer. Not to mention the everyday microaggressions of not being seen to belong from discrimination or racism. As school leaders, educators, parents or carers, it's our job to be more understanding and respond more compassionately to children in our care, helping them feel safe, calm, happy and more ready to learn and belong. If this resonates with you and you would like free tools and certified e-learning from a diverse perspective to help you do this, then join us in person for our My Window International Multiplier Conference on Wednesday, the 19th of July. Look forward to seeing you. That was Patricia Lamore talking about the My Window International Multiplier Conference, which will be held on July 19th. We've had a number of HEP schools inquire about developmental trauma and what it means to be a trauma-informed school. So, if these topics are of interest to you or your school, please go ahead and sign up for the event. We've put the link to the Eventbrite page in the show notes, or you can simply search My Window International Multiplier Conference online. That's M-I Window. This week at HEP. Our CPD is winding down for the year with only one session left to book. The session is all about exploring the new resources on the walkthroughs website with Fran Hargrove. It will take place online on Wednesday the 12th from 4 till 5 p.m. We'll be launching our professional learning program for 2023-24 this week, so watch this space for exciting updates. As always, you can book any upcoming sessions on the HEP booking Hub. This week, we've been watching Top 10 British Primary School Assembly Bangers by James B. Partridge. Want a trip down memory lane? A blast of nostalgia, perhaps? Watch James Partridge bust out the Top 10 British Primary School Assembly Bangers, songs that are guaranteed to unlock a wellspring of emotion in you, if you know them. This week, we've been listening to What Does It Mean to Make Schools and Classrooms Inclusive with Margaret Mulholland, The SEND and AP Improvement Plan, Part 3. Earlier this year, we promised a follow-up interview with Margaret Mulholland about the SEND and AP Improvement Plan, which was released in March. 
The episode has finally arrived, and HEP invites you to listen to the final segment of our series, What Does It Mean to Make Schools and Classrooms Inclusive with Margaret Mulholland? In this episode, Margaret and Luke discuss the improvement plan and all of its strengths and weaknesses. This week, we've been reading The Economic Potential of Generative AI, The Next Productivity Frontier by McKinsey and Company. All of us are at the beginning of a journey to understand generative AI's power, reach, and capabilities. This research is the latest in our efforts to assess the impact of this new era of AI. It suggests that generative AI is poised to transform roles and boost performance across functions such as sales and marketing, customer operations, and software development. In the process, it could unlock trillions of dollars in value across sectors from banking to life sciences. And that's it for our Monday, 10th of July, HEP Brief. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review, share on social media, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This brief has been written and produced by Maya Cardwell and Luke Kemper. Original music by Slow Pony. That's S-L-O Pony. We'll see you next week.